welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. This is a really cool episode. I'm getting to share with you today a podcast that my husband has been on. Now, those of you probably know my husband has cancer. He's had it ever since I met him. I met him at a funeral years ago, and within really less than 24 hours, he had told me he had cancer. I think we already pretty much were sure this was going to happen. So it's been part of our life ever since we've known each other. A friend of ours named Cody Bobe, who has multiple podcasts, he loves Jesus. He is a, you know, preacher. He's a huge advocate for fitness and keeping your temple, you know, right. He and Lee connected on Instagram, of all things, and he, Cody, that is, flew all the way to Texas to interview Lee. So, Lee, maybe just in a sentence or two, tell us a little bit, like, kind of what's the podcast about? Well, the podcast in general, Giborum. Mm-hmm. is uh, the name of it. You can look at find Cody online and uh, look that up basically on how we have dealt with cancer from a man's perspective. Yes. Handling it in a manly way. Yes. And the effect it has on family and friends and, and those around you. And that's kind of what the essence is. You can already tell the friendship that Lee and Cody have. I mean, they've never met in person, but they had talked a couple times. But I cannot wait to share this with you. But before we go, I think it would be awesome if Lee and I prayed. Lee is an amazing prayer. I love his voice so much. And even Cody talks about your voice. Wasn't that funny? I think Cody has a crush on you. I don't think I used my movie voice. You weren't like. I should have used my movie you voice. You should have used it. In a world where Lee prays. (laughs) All right, so to kick this podcast off, let us just pray with you real fast, and then I'm going to share that recorded podcast with you. All right, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this woman beside me, Jesus, and her strength and her desire to to lift this family up constantly. I thank you so much for your help in dealing with this cancer and for the friends and family you constantly surround us with, Jesus. It's all this in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, I love you. I love you. See you later. Okay, so listen, Lee's gone. He'll never know I ha- I'm saying this. But, well, maybe he'll know if he listens to it. <laughs> now he's leaving. So if you can't tell already, my wonderful husband and I, we're the opposites, polar opposites. But God has worked it so well. And when I say I met him at a funeral, I am not kidding. We've got to do a podcast on how we met. God is just so good. Lee and I are proof of second chances. So while he's going to be talking this podcast about how kind of he goes through cancer, how he's dealt with it, especially being a husband and, a, and a, you know, a, a father, I just want to lovingly give you hope. Sisters, if, if, if you're single right now, if your heart is hurting and you want desperately for God to just give you, show you that love, show you proof of second chances, and maybe it's your first chance, I don't know, but Lee was a divorced man when I met him. He had no kids. His wife decided she did not want to be married to him anymore, and did some things that you would not want in your marriage. Well, very similar situation happened to me in my marriage, but I had Andrew, my oldest son. And and while I know that we all have had probably heartaches and heartbreaks, that was one of the most difficult times in my life up until my sister. And I just want to lovingly share with you, God has a plan for your life. If you seek Him with all your heart, you will find Him. And I was in such a broken place at that point where I felt used. I felt that no one would ever love me again. I felt ugly. I felt unwanted. I felt, I just felt that no one would ever love me again. And I am here to tell you that God made good on His promises. He gave me a second chance like no other. 
And even if you are married, if you'll start praying for that, God can do amazing things with the mess that you have right now. God can do amazing things with your loneliness. God can do amazing things with your heartache. I love you. And I'm so happy that you're here. I've got some really cool things in the future for us. And I want you to be a part. But before we talk about that, let's get into the podcast. Ta-da! Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Gaborum Podcast. This is Cody Bobe, and I have the opportunity to not only be with Lee, have Lee Lahorn on this podcast, but actually to be with him in person. Guys, this podcast is one I believe that is going to bring hope to places in your heart. Maybe you just haven't addressed, or, or maybe you know somebody struggling in this area. Because Lee, to me, I've, I've followed him for I think four years on social media. And this is our first time meeting in person. And he is a guy that constantly shares hope and faces struggle like a man. So Lee, thank you for being with us today, bro. Wow, thank you so much for uh, giving me this opportunity. So question I I have to ask as we're getting started, do you sing? You would not, I couldn't sing my way out of a paper bag. Gosh, I would give anything for your voice. (laughs) No, I can do voiceovers, I'm sure, but... uh, But not singing. You would not want me singing. (laughs) Now, if I'm in my car by myself, I'll let it fly, but... I would I would not do that to a human. I'm just saying with your voice. I, I was actually listening to my Amazon music coming over here on, on the drive, and it started just playing country music. And I, okay. I guess geographically, it knew where I was. Oh, and, absolutely! And You're in the right place. And, and as we're we're in Texas, it's. Um, starts playing the country music and then your voice you just sound like you're born to sing country music so it might be a second calling this might be prophetic (laughs) no i'm just telling you i was not born to sing anything much less country music man um so well guys this is lee has an incredible story that's why we're we're here on this podcast he's an he's a man of god that has integrity And you guys know, listening to this podcast, something that Cliff and I constantly work through is is how do we face the situations in our lives like the Gabor that we're supposed to, like the hero, the mighty man, the champion that runs into the pit with the lion on the snowy day and not from it and pretending like everything is going to go away. And with Lee, what what I've seen is this man does this and he's done it with a, a battle with cancer for years. And, and he, he's open and vulnerable and, and both him and his wife, they, they share their struggle. And, and it's not, we're going to share the highlights, uh, like the social media cancer we have rolling today. He, he, he takes you in and he just shares the hard truth that it's really difficult. It's hard to understand, but you have a choice and you got to look at your loved ones and you got to fight to win. So Lee, I would love, man, um, for everybody listening, um, just being able to connect with Lee personally on Instagram is the best way to do it. What's your handle on Instagram? I'll also put it it's out. It's really there. complicated. Lee Lawhorn at Lee Lawhorn. <laughs> at Lee Lawhorn. Sweet. Thank yeah. God that that's easy. Yeah. No, I Some don't. people are so fascinated. No, I got nothing. So guys, make sure you follow him and follow his wife, Mindy. Like they're just, they love the Lord and they're doing awesome things with also the, the, the ministry of hope and struggle. So Lee, I would uh, just catching up with you here before we started the podcast. I'd love with 
for you to share the mindset of um, what, what you told me. You're, you're, you're feeling lymph nodes in your neck mm-hmm. and, and going into the doctor's office and finding that out from the lens of like your relationship with the Lord and handling that as a man. I'd love for you to be able to share that with us. Okay, so this uh, the diagnosis was in December of 04. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be good. Um, I did the man thing, as I said, and, uh, I felt lymph nodes waited for about a year because I felt fine. It was, there was, it was not affecting my health at all. Uh, but the, the biopsy revealed that I had CLL, which is a chronic lymphocytic leukemia, something usually reserved for people in their sixties early 70s maybe um but going into it i gotta tell you there was never really any out and out fear a little trepidation what am i going to hear but i kind of felt i knew what i was going to hear um i had good friends around me um a lot of support uh but when i heard the news i felt a real uh it was just and i've described it to others like this it was just the peace i felt peaceful but um i didn't get up stomp around and scream why me and all this i i, I knew right that's not going to do me any good i said the good thing and this is kind of a wild way to look at things i said but i was divorced i had no kids so that kind of took the pressure off yeah. you know i didn't have to go home and tell a wife or uh my kids that this is what we're going to be dealing with yeah probably Man. a long time yeah. And, uh, you know, I knew, I knew where that piece was coming from immediately knew that God was right there in the room with me. I knew what to do. And all I said to the doctor was, okay, what do we need to do? And they gave me direction from there. So first off, that's incredible, right? Like people always ask me hypotheticals. What if this, what if this, Mm -hmm. what if this happens? What if your wife and kids die in a car wreck? What if they die in a plane? Like all these questions based on fear of hypotheticals. And I always share with them that I've never seen God's grace fail me yet. And I would have to trust in his grace and his presence in that moment, just as much as I do in the everyday moments that I've had to this point. So hearing that brings so much just peace to my heart to know whatever we face, God will be right there with us. Absolutely. Um, So you, you hear that news and then it's time to combat it. Okay. So you, you hear the, the, that news, 2004, you start to face the process of, of now you got to stand up and, and fight what's attacking you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the first time you went through chemo with it? Within a couple of weeks of that diagnosis. Oh, wow. Quite- um, and, and I got to be real specific here. I don't want people to think the wrong thing, but nowadays things have come a long ways as far mm-hmm. as chemo goes. It, you don't necessarily need to be blown up. So the first drug I took was called Rituxan, which is, it's not a straight chemo. They call it chemo, but it's very effective at just targeting the cancer cells and leaving everything else alone. Awesome. So you can still function. And it was really cool. The day I did it, I got out and you do this immediate self-assessment. You get out in the parking lot. Wow. And you stand there and you say, well, how do I feel? And I said, I don't feel any different. And maybe I'm a little tired. But I said, I can go home and lay down on the couch or I can go to the gym like I planned. Wow. 
And I went to the gym and, and that's not, doesn't make me Superman. It's just the chemos are better. Yeah. Um, I've had wow. some rough ones, but that was a, a really good one. If there's a good chemo yeah. you have to take, but I went to the gym that day, worked out, had no problems and continued on that regimen and it's successfully knocked down the cancer. Man, that's cool. Yeah. So did you have your shirt on when you went to the gym? I, I did have my shirt off. My, my, so uh, my wife gets very angry at me walking around picturing, doing pictures on Instagram or anything like that. And yeah, she gives me a little bit of grief. It's awesome. I get grief from that from everybody yeah, as yeah. well. It's so, but here's the deal when you work out, it's just so much more effective with your shirt off. It's just a stupid rule. I've got cancer. Yeah. And I'm working out. And, yeah. And I don't look too bad. So I deserve to be able to have my shirt off. <laughs> you know, so don't think you've got to fall down and go lay on the couch. And, and that's, and I've talked to many, many cancer patients. And oh. I'll just say, if you feel like you can go walk around the block, go walk around the block. Yeah. If you have to lay down, I get it. There, I am humbled every time I walk into yeah. a cancer clinic because there are people going through things mm. that it's just unbelievable what yeah. they have to deal with. I've never had to deal with this until recently, but you know, you're humble. You, you're, I know I'm blessed. I walk in there and I see what other people are going through. And you know, when I get a chance to talk to a cancer patient, which is more often than not based on what we do, um, I just say, look, do what you can do. If you can stay off the couch and you can remain active and you, man, that's awesome. So Maybe you're listening to this and you don't have a disease. You don't have a, a sickness that you know of attacking your body, but you have the sickness of um, one of the one of the worst things on the planet is is a, a, a spiritual system inside of your life where you believe the lies of excuses that you can't do something. You need to stay home. You need to stay in the comforts. And um, I love the challenge from Lee to say, man, even if you you're facing some something very drastic you still find what you can to give in that moment and and just never you never stop fighting so um so i want to fast forward now so you're fighting this you meet you told me the story which is guys we don't, we don't have time on no. this but the story is amazing how you met your wife yes and um guys just amazing like so cool but you you meet a wife and you have the conversation of um, and I, I haven't heard this. You guys have the conversation of this is what is ha was happening with my body. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that conversation because um, that's preparing to become one flesh. And mm -hmm. that's an interesting conversation. Well, it ended up not being as interesting or as dramatic as you would think. Is uh, I told you I delayed my flight after meeting, immediately after meeting. Yeah. So I could meet her for lunch in Arlington before I flew out. His story could be like a top chick flick. Just throw it out there. He, I, he passed. If I, could, <laughs> if I could write, I would write a book about this stuff, but uh, I can't. So there you go. Um, so I went to Arlington, met her. We went to lunch and somewhere in the conversation, I knew how I felt about her already. I said, I'm, I'm done. If she's in, I'm done. That's so cool. I, 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 mean, I was, I was absolutely 100%. I can tell you, I'm looking right at you. I met her. I was done. I said, I'm I, in my head. I was going, I'm going to marry this woman, period. Wow. And, and as is my nature, you know, I'm not going to hide that, that, yep. that you can't do that. Somebody that's no. unfair. You, you get emotionally involved. And then all of a sudden you got to drop this on. Yep. I said, let's go ahead. So I said, I got to tell you one thing. 
before we take this any further, that I had cancer. She just said, okay, what kind? I told her. And she did not bat an eye. Wow. At all. It's because your voice. She yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> she didn't actually hear it because your voice is voice like over. butter. <laughs> wow, have, that's really amazing. I have cancer. I've got this voice. I got this voice, yeah. man. I, that's what sold it. That's going to make a great Hallmark yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. No, she was, she was, she never. So I ended up realizing that she felt exactly the same way I did. Wow. And it was, it's, it's been amazing ever since. That's so cool. So you yeah. guys, you guys get married and, and just from my side, right? Like, I'm so excited to just meet you in person because I see the life you represent. The world that needs it, right? I've been There's, trying to meet you for like uh, oh, man. four or five years. Yeah. I'm we even so, threatened to have coffee one time. And we some, did. Something went wrong. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but. I, I, I don't. Yeah, but I am super grateful because you, you guys represent just the such a real side of life because life is real. Social media is not uh, um, no. all the time, no. <laughs> right? No, it's not. So um, being able to see that and see your journey has been so inspiring to me and, and thousands of other people. And you guys have thousands of people that follow your journey and interact with you. So you guys then get married and God calls you to some incredible work. And the, the ministry hope in struggle is born. Mm-hmm. And being able to communicate hope uh, to anybody, no matter what they're facing, mm-hmm. I think I, I just want guys to hear this, uh, any soul out there to hear this. Um, when you face struggle, your soul wants to know there's hope. And we have a thing going on in our world today where the masculine soul can face struggle and sit down and just take a beating. And that's, you know, sometimes we fail and that happens and, and that we got to get back up. But it can't be a culture that we allow for just the masculine soul to stay down and just take a whooping every time. Because the reason we can stand again is because the hope that Christ has for us. And the reason we can face the challenges and know no matter what tomorrow brings, there's hope. And that's what you guys do together so effectively. So you guys get married. And then, man, now 2019, come a long way. We've done a lot, a lot of cool things. Super fit. If you guys aren't watching the video, Lee is super fit. You got to follow him on Instagram. See those shirt off pictures. Just join join the club. He doesn't have a man bun, but we're we're really close. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I can pull that off. Uh, so so recently you go down. Um, you, you said the the chemo starting off was was not 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 terrible, like what you think about. But recently mm-hmm. you just went through a really difficult bout. Yes. Um, yes. So can you invite us into that? All right. Well, the thing about CLL is it's, you know, over time, it suppresses your immune system more and more. Your immune system's under attack. Um, as we go on, we, we, as I got treatment, it became more and more aggressive. So we would treat it with more aggressive chemo. So, but I did really well for all that right up until 2018. And I came down with pneumonia and it suppressed my immune system to the point where it opened the door for the cancer to really grab hold, and it it came at me. Um, I mean, the doctor in these cryptic points, you say, you do realize how sick you were. Because I tend just to not blow it off, but, you know, it just is what it is. We yeah. fought through it. It's not that I don't take you seriously, doctor, but you know what? If, if, if I can 
go work out, if I can go do this stuff, I'm going to do it. Um, and most doctors want you to take it easy. Mm. They give you the long list of side effects, which mm. is apparently the same for everything. It's just, to, <laughs> it's just to one, cover the, cover yeah. the, yeah, you know, and they, they do that. But the pneumonia knocked me down to the point where I knew we had to do something and it had to be drastic. Uh, there was a clinical trial out called CAR-T, which is where they actually remove your fighter cell. They send your fighter cells off to, they send them to Seattle. I think it was Juno was the lab. And they customize these cells to fight your particular type of cancer wow. and all the mutations involved with your particular. It's, it's That's fascinating. total Star Trek yeah. stuff. Um, but it really, you know, they, they had a lot of faith in it. And we fought insurance for a year. Just a, a, a ridiculous battle. Man. Off and on. Um, and we're still fighting. We'll always be fighting insurance. That's just the way it is. You have a disease. Um, finally got approved for the CAR-T. And actually, the problem was not the CAR-T because that was part of a clinical trial. It was free. But it was the chemo that they used to suppress you then allow you to take the car seat. You need to suppress everything you got, and then they blow you up with that. Um, so that we went through that. I was at MD Anderson for 41 straight days, 41 wow. days away from home. And it wasn't the cancer. It wasn't being sick and feeling so bad. It was being away from home. Wow. That bugged me. I could not be here with my kids. I couldn't be here with my wife. I couldn't be here to help out. And as a man... You know that oh. not being able to fulfill your responsibilities man. is almost worse than the disease itself. It's just awful. Um, so your man card takes a hit. Yeah. But I have the best caregiver in the world. My wife is amazing. She would drive down there, take care of all the kids' stuff. I mean, we're talking 41 straight days. 41 straight days. And they're in school. Wow. I mean, you know, it's just wow. anyone, any parent on this planet knows how difficult it is. So difficult. To <laughs> even run a a halfway normal household can get out of hand sometimes. Man, 41 days. Yeah, 41 days. I would die without my wife. I, it was it like, was the worst. You know, my brother came down. He stayed with me. I had visitors. And it, was, it, wow. was, it was fine. It was really was fine. It's just you want to be home. And there is something to recovering oh. at home opposed to this. But because it's a clinical trial, they required you to at least be in the hospital two weeks and then be within 30 minutes. For another two weeks. So we had to rent an apartment down there. Wow. So I was down there that long, never saw my home in that whole time, um, which was the real beat. That was the real beat. But I can say that after that was all over, um, the CAR T was effective. It did not completely knock the disease out. But my blood right now is in a perfect state. Wow. I'm not afraid to say we took uh, another oral chemo to knock the lymph nodes down and the last three weeks have been the best three weeks i've had in well over 16 18 months wow so super blessed yeah uh, <clears throat> as you know they still want to do some more work which we talked about yeah. i don't know if you want to talk about that or not yeah. but that's where we are right now yeah so the the more work is the transgender thing is that what you're saying yeah. oh <laughs> don't get I'm me kidding. started i'm kidding uh we, we were talking about health insurance i would we're... make a terrible role. <laughs> With that's this voice, are you kidding? Hey. <laughs> oh man, that's so no. Uh, so in, in that, oh, oh sorry, um, get us back on track. So in in that moment, forty one days, 
that you're you're facing that's the 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 masculine soul when we are removed from the mission the the feeling of purpose man we face some really dark thoughts mm-hmm. our temptations mm-hmm. illuminate at, at, like satan is constantly he wants to get us alone and isolated now this is part of god's plan but the battle increases when you're not on your home turf yeah, yeah. so in those moments of facing just i mean i'm sure you face some pretty heavy darkness um just soul depression body fatigue that whole deal what mm-hmm. what was what in that i mean was there anything different that you did to help you stay focused that you encourage guys out there to do well no man ever wants to feel helpless no you do not want to feel helpless that is the worst what I concentrated on was my family. The only, my mission was to get through this treatment, be down there as long as they needed to be, and then get back here and get back to work with my family. Yeah. That was it. That was my focus. Now, not everybody may be married or had kids, but you have to know that I mean, this is almost cliche, but there is purpose in what you're going through. It's like Mindy said, there's hope in that struggle. There is purpose in what you're going through. And what you're going through, you can pay that back to someone else who may end up facing the the same thing or is facing the same thing. Like I say, I talk with so many cancer patients. Um, Even if I didn't have that focus, if someone goes in knowing, hey, I'm going to go through this, I need to remember what it's like. I don't remember the pitfalls. I don't remember the positives, and I need to pass that on. That would be your mission. You need to think of it like a mission, That's you know, so cool. like a military mission. This is my job. I got to go through this, but I know someone else can benefit from what I'm going through. Man, absolutely. If we could just take like that, just blesses my soul, right? Uh, it, it shifts your focus because I went through the military, and and I remember some days just suck, and I. I would just ask, like, why are we doing this? Like, this is stupid. <laughs> I'll never forget when I they had us going to boot camp and I had to iron whitey tighties. Excellent. I didn't even wear the the, the tidy whiteys. The man, I, I didn't even go through that process of ever owned like in, back to when I was four. But I had to iron them. I didn't even know how to iron. I just, what is the purpose in this? Well. There was purpose and it was teaching me later on in my career attention to detail and that there's not one detail in a mission that isn't extremely important and i i would always go back to like and i'm glad they had me iron my underwear because so is that something i need to start (laughs) i don't ever do it anymore actually if you talk to my wife i she folds my underwear and i just take it and throw it in the drawer and she gets mad at me so that's that's what we do Haley, i love you sorry about that i'm actually in charge of the laundry around here nice yeah that's amazing well I got to do my that's part. That's good. That's Co- going to be the next podcast. Cabana boy. Right here. <laughs> Cabana boy. I do what, do what she tells me. Oh, that's awesome. Keep her happy. So, yeah. So getting that into our soul to say, well, no matter what today holds, God has purpose in it. And he's going to give you when you wake up, you're, you have a mission for that day. So either you can whine and complain about it, mm-hmm. or you can face it like a man. And you can, you can stand up and say, I'm going to look for every opportunity to be excellent so i can with gaborum what we long to do 
with everything that we have is is not just a, a one film, a one series, a one podcast. It's a whole story. And when we look at our life like that, God is writing a magnificent symphony with our lives. And it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. It's bigger than Lee and Lee sharing with people with cancer patients and just on social media to encourage me. And and right now, if there's a cancer in my body, I, I don't know about it. I'm, um, I work out, I train, but man, sometimes that happens. Um, I, I don't, I don't have that right now, but he encourages my soul constantly. Um, so in that for each one of us to be able to face challenges and know that they're missional from the Lord and not things that we can just whine about. So you come back home, you're facing this. And one of the things you do is keep your fitness really high. Mm -hmm. And, um, this is funny. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah. So speak on to that a little bit for us, because the heart of Gaborum is, as I say this, you, you really, you really can't be everything God has called you to if you don't have discipline over your body. Yes. Um, and fitness was always important to me. But once I was diagnosed with cancer, it wasn't a vanity thing or a, it, all that went out the window. Yeah. Now you got it. There's wow. no. You have to build that foundation. Anyone dealing with the disease, the more fit you are going into this, into treatment, whatever the case may be for whatever you're dealing with, the better fit you are, the better you can fight. So now, good. When I came home, I went. So when I got, I was dealing with pneumonia in the hospital. I was in the hospital two weeks for that. I got out, having breathing issues still. It was. That was a nightmare, but that was what it was. And I lost after that all the way through CAR T. I fell to 182. But I've been 182 wow. since probably the ninth grade. <laughs> uh, you know, and you want something that will mess with your head. Yeah. You're into fitness. Oh man. And you've been trying to put on mass, you know. I'm just I'm a stick. Naturally, I'm a sure. stick, yeah. so it takes a oh. lot of work. You know, I'm I ticking really, off. I'm ticking off the people who have to deal with the reverse. Sure. Like my wife said, why can't I just give you some of mine? Yeah, well, that's I'm like well, I, I would saw, actually well, take it right now. I, I hate it when people are like, oh, Cody, you look so thin. It's like, no, oh, what? <laughs> why would you curse at me? <laughs> yeah. That's unnecessary. Yeah, so I if I don't work out, I feel, so I feel it empathetically as you're telling your story. Yeah, no, if that no. happens, you're you're looking at years of work where you just backtrack. You're like, man, I got to start and build muscle mass. And, and, and we're talking about masculinity, but I think one of the most important things in the world is being able to make fun of yourself. Yes. Oh, man. You have if you to. can't make fun of yourself, yeah. then you're, you're going to be miserable going for something like this because I tried to have fun at the hospital, making jokes, whatever I could do just to make someone laugh made me feel better. Yes. Oh. Instantly, you know, I'm making fun of myself. Yeah, yeah, here I am. 182 pounds. Wow. Awesome. Look at this picture. I used to look like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's pathetic. So I did. I got home. And the first thing I wanted to do was get enough strength up to where I mean, it took it took a couple weeks. Wow. Before you could get to where you could walk really well and sure. do any of this stuff. So one of these days, I'm feeling kind of barky. And I said, I'm yeah. going to go to the gym. I'm going to see what I can make happen. So I said, I'm going to start out with push-ups. So I started out with push-ups. And one. No. Nothing. Nothing. No. I immediately went went and posted. I think about this, yeah. or it was the second one, or something like that. I, I said I today it. I got three pushups. Yeah. Yes. Wow. 
but man, you talk about humbling. Oh, holy cow, and, and man. So what was your weight before then? Because I mean, you're a My optimal weight is 225. Wow. So all the way down so to 182. Cancer has slowly eroded me. 215 was where I finally got it to stick. Yeah. Or getting sicker. And once I got sicker and went through all that, there's nothing to do. You can barely eat. You, can, you okay. can't do it. So I dropped to 182. Sure, that's depressing. But I, then again, I kind of relished the challenge. Okay. Wow. You think you can drop me to 182? Damn. You know? That's awesome. I'm still fighting, though. I'm only up to... I fluctuate between 205 and 210 now. If I can get to 215 before we have to do anything else, I'll be yeah. happy. But yeah. I would really like to get down to 225. Yeah. Because dealing with a, a bone marrow transplant at 225 is a lot different than dealing with bone tra- marrow transplant at 200. Yeah. It's a lot different. I'm bad. So that's that's what we were aiming for. But my push-ups yeah. were, were awesome. I love <laughs> I love this. Um, the, the, the understanding for us to be able to I I wish I was talking with my father this morning. We worked out together early this morning, and we went to the gym at the same time. We didn't work out together. He's a beast, though. Um, and we talked about this when I first got into fitness. I was in the military, and I I realized how simple fitness was in on paper. You eat less, move more, you lose weight. Um, you eat more. Uh, you work out more strategically you'll gain muscle mass like i mean it's just the first law of thermodynamics and, sure. um but the complexity of the human soul that's involved with that makes health and fitness so complicated mm-hmm. and we we just talked about this this morning that some people live unfortunately without even realizing it in a state of he's a he's a leadership and development expert he's amazing um but they live in a state where the culture of their personality believes that it's not possible because they can only do three push-ups. That's what they believe is they can only do three push-ups yep. rather than having the fighting mentality to say, Hey, you know what? What if your life fitness was necessary for you to fight? How would you treat it then? Then, yep. then it wouldn't be three push-ups, and that's, Oh man, I did three push-ups. It's mm-hmm. no, I want to get back to two fifteen. 225 solid muscle so i can fight the most effective and 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 i want people to hear this it is a fight because we have a brain that if you're not working out um your brain longs for more lusts if you're lazy so it just wants to get high and your brain's not satiated so if you have a lazy brain it's gonna crave junk food it's gonna crave Mm -hmm. pornography at a higher level it's Mm -hmm. it's going to create crave the high but if you have a brain that lives in self-control because you decide to walk in a disciplined body you can be more effective with that so i love that i remember you put when you posted that i was i showed Haley. i was like this is so inspirational because this guy's a beast and super fit and that's where he's at but he's not going to stay there and i want everybody to hear that no matter where you're at you can't stay down when you get hit because lee's an example to all of us, um, man, the, the way God, he, God connected him and Mindy together, guys, let me tell you, it could be a Hallmark movie. Uh, better than a Hallmark movie. Great, great God-honoring story. I, I joke because he was the champion of the day, and to every woman listening, is very skillfully romantic what he did. I can't share the story because um, we don't have time. <laughs> but you got you to gotta hear it. Um, but the way that God has brought this man as a champion to this world, he's, he's living as a modern day Gabor. And 
he's ready. He's, he's, he's getting ready for the next fight. So what, in, in the closing thought, because we, we keep this at 37 minutes or less because of David's Mighty Men, and that's just a cool number to standard because those guys were awesome. What would you give as a parting thought to these guys facing disease, facing struggle, um, that, that want to take the, the, not, the, not the easy way out, but the path mm-hmm. without the resistance that they know they should take, the mm-hmm. fight way out? As far as mentally, physically, if you were omniscient and you could see 10 years down the road, you find out something has gone wrong. But maybe you, you find out, I'm going to get cancer. Maybe you find out, I'm going to get divorced. What would you do? Would you just, well, what's the use? That's going to happen anyway. I can lay it down and just let things go as they go. Or be a man and stand up and say, all right, I can start fighting this disease right now. Start fighting this disease right now. I can start fixing my marriage right now. Wow. Maybe that won't happen. That's so cool. But I guarantee you it won't happen if that's your attitude today. Just work on these things, man. We're constantly working on marriage. We were talking about we need to come up with our mission statement for our marriage so other people could. And she was asking me all these questions. What's important to you? And and this, that, and the other. And it was it was really good. We were on the way to the Suns football game, so we were pretty excited and all this stuff. And we were just talking over things. But, you know, it comes back to mission. What's, what's your mission? And, you know, just work on things. Work on your marriage. Don't ever let things settle. Work on your health. Yeah. You know, don't assume. Understand that you're blessed if you don't have to deal with a disease or anything major like that. You are blessed. But understand that, and we talked about this earlier, you can't know God's plan. If you can't know it. I certainly have never understood it, but it's got me where I am, and I'm super blessed. And man, I I love it. Uh, You you were just—I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, sir. You were saying that we had a discussion before. You can't know God's plan, and Cliff and I have talked about looking back. It's crystal clear, and you you rejoice and you praise God for it. But Mm -hmm. looking forward, there's so many anxieties, and there 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 can be not with all of us. There can be anxieties and the the hypotheticals that the enemy can work and attack in our head but if we can just rest and trust in his grace and like Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote his grace isn't an excuse to be lazy it's his grace is an excuse to be excellent Mm -hmm. and that's what we put in to say man if your marriage is healthy awesome keep going to the gym with your marriage keep developing keep it's not anything that will ever be solved Mm -hmm. It continues to grow and it, it does get sweeter. It, it gets more like I love marriage. I love I love working out. It, well, that's a whole nother podcast. It's a whole nother podcast, right? That's like a whole nother podcast. So just really hearing that from Lee um, and taking that challenge. So Lee, I can't thank you enough for sitting on this podcast and allowing me to come into your home and meet you. Like oh, man, dude, it was my honor. Just man. just an, the honor is mine. And and for everybody listening, make sure you follow him at Lee Lawhorn on Very Instagram. Very complicated, yeah. Yeah, which is so simple. Yeah. Uh, make sure you follow him and pray for him and his marriage and their journey. And, um, you know, d- definitely give him a like on his photos when the shirt is off because he just joins the brotherhood with me. Uh, we think <laughs> we like to overrated. be overrated. Yes, we like to be, <laughs> yes. we enjoy the abuse. Yeah, it's, it's really good. So guys, thank you for joining the Gaborum podcast today. Do me a favor. Um, if this podcast is a blessing, share it with 
somebody that you know and, and love. And also take the time to review the podcast for us. It helps us reach more people and people interested to see if they want to engage with this podcast, which everyone we hope is to inspire the person listening to be the hero that God has created them to be. So Lee, thank you, brother. No, thank you, sir. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Hey, wait, before you go, I want to put a bug in your ear. So listen, I've got an idea. And this idea has honestly come out of a need that I have. And I can only imagine if I have this need and like my heart is, you know, hungry for this kind of thing, that you too might be hungry for this, that you too might have this void in your life, that you too might need what I know that I need. So I love what we do in fitness. I love how much we get to connect with people online. But I'll be honest, I very much miss human contact. And don't get me wrong, I have human contact, but you know what I mean. I miss having a girl community, a female community that I can trust, that's non-judgmental, that has zero drama allowed, but where we can be uniquely ourselves but live and breathe the word of God. This is not, well, let me let me tell you what it is before I tell you what it's not. A place where we can confide in each other, a place we can pray together, have a devotional together, a place, a place where we can talk about hair and eyelashes and nails and fun, you know, fashion and, and fun house fashion and fun, you know, decorative things that we would love to do that bring us together, but a place where, certain things aren't, aren't allowed. I want to just put that bug in your ear because I'm starting a community. I'm not sure of the name of it. I'm not exactly sure what it's going to look like, but I can promise you it will be uplifting. It will be something to where every week you have the opportunity to be with me live. You and I can pray. We will do a devotional and we will always have something right in the wheelhouse of, of, of me and my world that could be exactly the wheelhouse of your world where we talk about discounts or we talk about, you know, we have someone on that talks about how to put false eyelashes on if that's what you want. And or we talk about, you know, how to make great, I don't know, uh, smoothies all the way to best deals on hair products or makeup. I mean, fun, fun stuff. And then I have a lot of connections with people that are willing to give us in this community discounts for things like that. But are you hungry for real women? Like real women that will not be judgmental, that will, you know, be ha have no drama and that we can be like, oh, I need this kind of time. If that's you, then this community is going to be for you. More on that to come. Thanks for being here.